with us today is Barry Oikodobu. He's been our specialist lately on what the heck is going on in Europe. He's a banker in Zurich, a banker in the United States. Uh, talking about banking, what the hell is happening to the euro and what's happening to the pound, uh, uh, Mario? Yes, uh, hello there. Well, obviously the news isn't good with respect to the euro and the pound, and you're right. They're both at uh, almost essentially historic lows. Uh, the situation will only get worse for both of those currencies as the fall drags into the winter and uh, we see the actual impact of Russia uh, turning off the spigots completely to Europe. But I, I would like to start with another uh, two stories that happened in Russia today. One at a recruitment center where uh, an individual who was called up uh, under the recent uh, uh, calling up of people to join the army, uh, he actually went into the center and he shot and killed the recruitment officer. So wow. I think that stunned everybody there. And another unfortunate incident, a young man walked into a school in another city in Russia today, and he shot 15 kids, killed them. Uh, he was killed. It's a little unclear if he killed himself or somebody else killed him, but he had a big uh, Nazi symbol uh, on his chest. So there's confusion as to what his motives were. Mario, this, uh, across, this is Pete King. You know, as far as bringing, uh, you know, bringing in 300,000 new soldiers, I think Ed Cox would agree. You know, these are not well-trained. I mean, you know, the Russian Army was trained, and they were getting routed. To bring in 300,000 people who have been out of the military, who maybe had training years ago, they're just not equipped for a war today. It would take months no, and it, months it, and months it, it, even to try to bring them back into shape. Yeah, especially the, the kind of warfare that's being yeah. where there's a lot of high-tech yeah. going. Well, you guys, have, you guys saw where Putin fled the city. You know, he's basically gone into hiding. Yeah, uh, actually, no, he's not in hiding. He was in Sochi today with uh, the uh, the Belarus uh, president. And they oh, were so, having a oh, grand so he old showed time up, together. huh? Okay. They were having a grand old time together, uh, complimenting each other essentially on how bad Europe is handling uh, the uh, war situation. Um, well, the, the, Italians, the, the Italians now voted for a woman to be prime minister. Did you believe that would ever happen? Uh, yeah, sure. Why not? Europe's a very. I, I, I'm, I'm, a, hey, I'm very liberal with that. Women, uh, uh, strong women, impress me. Now, how about the argument that she comes from a fascist background? Is that just uh, so? Here's uh, some interesting things about yeah. her. Uh, when she she actually grew up in a household where the father was a communist, and he essentially <laughs> left the family at an early age. Uh, she had to take care of her family, and she actually changed her political views. Uh, later in life. She has made some statements which everybody has raised their eyebrows at, but the reality is um, in last week they had a, a, a conference where the Italian industrialists meet. She was there and she reassured everyone that she was going to be fiscally conservative. She was not going to take Italy out of the EU. She was not going to take Italy out of NATO. She was going to follow the European line. Uh, and today, in fact, when the uh, stock market in Italy opened in Milano, uh, there was no impact. Actually, the market closed up. So industry believes that she's not going to do anything radical that's actually going to hurt the overall economic situation uh, of Italy. Mario, how do you feel uh, about her? I always – I think we need to wait and see. Okay. Do you know when – We need to wait and see. But I will tell you this. I will tell you this. The European Commission fired a warning shot across Italy's bow, and uh, von der Leyen told them that unless they play nice, 
there are tools that the EU has, the Commission has. Whoa, that, is that a threat? Reference to what? Yes, that's what a lot of Italians are saying that she got involved and threatened them. But she did mention Hungary and Poland, and the idea is that the European Commission can withhold the roughly 200 billion euros that Italy is going to receive under the recovery fund, the pandemic recovery fund. So that is what makes me lean towards the side that she's actually going to conform. And irrespective of a lot of the things she said that led up to the election and her winning, she will actually become a mainstream politician. That's it's so different funny. when you're running for office. You're able to say all kinds of things. But when, when the weight of a country rests on your shoulders, you start to actually behave in a different way. So I think we need to take the – we need to wait and see. There is one other thing I should point out. Italy's Italian system uh, for government and the forming of governments in a situation like this, the president of Italy has a say. He has the right to essentially block the formation of a government by her if he feels that it's not going to serve the interests of the Italian state. So she's under a lot of pressure now by the president of Italy, by the president of the European Commission, and the reality of what Italy is facing financially. And, and it's, it, not- it's at Cox here. It's not like uh, in England where the prime minister the next day is in 10 Downing Street. It, it, it's a long process, isn't it? In You're Italy? absolutely right. Correct. Again, yes. we were, we're speaking with Mario Economo, and I don't know enough about this woman, Georgia Maloney, but I do like so far what she said regarding Herself, she said, I am a woman, I am Italian, I'm a Christian. She also said yes to natural families, no to the LGBT lobby, yes to sexual identity, no to gender ideology, no to the violence of Islam, and yes to safer borders, and no to mass immigration, and yes to work for our people. Let let me tell you something. Who who does all that sound like? Sounds like Trump. (laughs) No, 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 In, in Europe, in the EU. Sounds like Victor Orban. Right. Oh, okay. Who yep. is the bad boy From that Hungary. everybody at the European Commission doesn't like. But well, I, I, so I hope the American it. people get mad as heck uh, in America but, and straighten out America from all, all this crap. But the, the difference uh, with Orban is that he has actually destroyed the democratic uh, uh, election process. Well, I don't think she would do that. Isn't that right? I don't think she can do that. I think Italy is... Italy is an interesting country in that there is – very similar to Greece, there are a lot of political parties. There are a lot of newspapers. There's a lot of media. There's a lot of journalists. And even though there are all the – And I, I must say to you, it's not an official announcement, but WABC has been asked to host a party for uh, our president from Hungary in, okay. uh, over the next few weeks. Well, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. No, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, we'd like to hear what he has to say. John McLaughlin's his poster. Yes. I think it's important what you folks do, that you allow people from all different uh, uh, parts of the political spectrum to come on and speak. It's important for everybody to have a forum. It's important for everybody to be heard. doesn't mean everybody has to agree with everybody, but at least as long as there's dialogue, things are good. Absolutely. We're out of time. Thank you, Mario. And we're all here. And uh, you know what we all stand for? Truth, Truth, justice, justice, and the American American way. way. God bless America.